there is a certain amount that the client needs to actually do. So if we as coaches say, hey, look, if you don't get results, you'll get your money back. For the client, they'll be like, great, I don't need to do anything and I just get my money back and I've collected all the IP along the way. That is the fear and that is a reality because in coaching, we need our clients to take responsibility and to take action. That's the big fear as business owners that we have about offering guarantee that if I offer one, everyone will claim it and I'll do all this work for nothing. I'm in a worse position than when I started. And that's typically not the case. But I think we've got to remember that you know guarantees are probably most important at the point of a conversion. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, and joined, as always, by Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? Good. Almost as always, Sam, um, because I've missed the last couple of weeks. We've had a couple of weeks off, both of us. We have. You've been uh, you've been gallivanting around the ocean on a I cruise have. ship. I have. Uh, enjoying your time off, and congratulations on some recent changes in your business that allowed it all to run almost seamlessly. Absolutely. Uh, it was you. lovely to be cruising around the South Pacific with a cocktail in hand and knowing that my coaches completely had everything handled and they handled it beautifully and it was lovely. Yeah. Look, I think we, we again, we lose sight. We, You and I talk about this a lot, that the goal of your business is not to own a job. The goal exactly. of your business is to have the lifestyle that your business facilitates. And if you can't step away from it, as you've just done, and I did a few weeks back with a boys' trip to France mm-hmm. uh, for the Rugby World Cup, um, what's the point in having it? Exactly. But I just want to say here that you and I did not wind up in this position on day one of our business. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't by accident. <laughs> no, it wasn't by accident. It's very calculated. It's very strategic. And it's very much about always knowing what the next step is. And it's something that my clients say. It's something actually that even my coaches, um, a big part of their training, the, they feed back to me is that they always love how I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, that's great. But what's just the next step? We don't need the whole big picture. We definitely need to know where we're going, but things in business never go as we anticipate. So it is just about knowing the next step because the next step after that might alter a little bit to what you first thought. So I think that we do need to acknowledge that you need to have a plan and then you just need to chip away at that little plan so that you do get to where you want to go. Yeah, I love that. And congratulations on being able to take holiday. Thank you. And likewise. But today we're going to talk about guarantees and risk reversals. You and I had a great conversation. I, I honestly, at some point, I thought I should have just pressed record and we already yeah, would have had the episode. <laughs> you, guys don't, I mean, you guys don't know this, but we, it, like every single week, we, we go, you know what? We should have just recorded all the outtakes and made a whole <laughs> other episode out of that. We have some great conversations and this was 
another one of those. You brought this topic to the table uh, and I love it because it's a conversation that a lot of people are afraid to have and we're going to tap into a little bit more about that later as to why they're afraid to talk about this. But I would love you to share what are the difference between guarantees and risk reversals like? How do they differ and and how would you define what they are? Well, I don't think they do differ. I mean, a guarantee is the, the thing that provides the risk reversal. So let's talk about risk reversal as a, as a first concept, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, a risk reversal in a sales process is basically taking away the reasons for someone to say no, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're presenting your product or service to a potential customer, they're going to have this invisible checklist in the back of their brain. Mm-hmm. Right? And one of the things on that checklist will be, does it work as described? Mm-hmm. Will it get me out like, the outcome that your fancy marketing message actually promises me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the better your marketing message, the more likely, and if they've got experience with you before, the more likely they're going to go tick and then move on to the next item on, you know, on that checklist, which might be, you know, can I actually afford this thing? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but a risk reversal is, is a strategy that we deploy in sales to tick that box, okay, to basically reduce the risk for the customer that they will get the outcome that you are promising, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And one way of doing that is by having a guarantee that says, this is what we will do in the case that we are not able to deliver upon our promise, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? And so that's what a guarantee is, just a mechanism to offer a risk reversal in the case that you can't deliver your experience, product, or service to the customer in a way that they would be otherwise satisfied to have it. Mm. I think that the the really important thing that you need to think as we go into this conversation is that when you're speaking with a prospect, there's always something going on in their mind thinking, what if I pay the money and I can't get the result I'm looking for? Or what if this works for everyone else and it doesn't work for me? You know, what if? So it really is about taking that part of the thought process off the table so that they can go into thinking, all right, you know, is this actually something that I should be doing right now? Or, you know, is this, is this the right thing? Yeah, absolutely right. Sarah. And we're surrounded by them. Okay. We're surrounded by guarantees and, and to reverse the risk on you as the consumer, right? So if you go into any, you know, appliance goods store, right? You walk up to, you look at a refrigerator, it will have a manufacturer's warranty on it. And mm-hmm. what they're saying by putting a warranty or a guarantee in this case, we guarantee that our product will work as advertised for a period of time. Mm-hmm. After that, the risk is now on you. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you compare two refrigerators side by side, one of them has a five-year warranty and the other one has no warranty on it whatsoever. The thought process that's going through your mind is, well, this one, they're guaranteeing how long this thing is going to work, their production quality, mm-hmm. and this other company is not guaranteeing their production quality. So the risk is all on me. Now, if you're spending mm-hmm. a reasonable sum of cash on your new refrigerator or microwave or toaster or whatever, mm-hmm. you'd go, well, if it doesn't work, what happens? Right? Yeah. What if I get this home and next week it stops working? I've got That's to right. go out and buy a new one. Okay. So yeah, like pain in the ass, lost money and so on. 
And so mm-hmm. we're surrounded by these. And 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 I think what we and we generally don't see them in in restaurants as much, but you know we're surrounded by these things. And particularly that it's we're sort of trying to ensure or demonstrate that we're putting the quality of our product or service. You know, we're almost guaranteeing. We are guaranteeing the, the efficacy of our product or service to a potential customer by putting that guarantee on it. Mm. I think that what it does is really builds trust with your prospect. And I feel that that guarantee almost has a level of value to it. When you were just talking about the example with the fridges, you know, I would be more likely, actually 100% more likely to buy the fridge with the five-year warranty because there's a value to that. I know that for the next five years, I won't have to buy a new fridge. So there's a monetary value to that. Where with the other one, well, what if I need to buy a new fridge in the next six months? Well, that's going to cost me, you know, this much money. So, so there's a value tied to that, uh, to that guarantee. Yeah, great point. Great point. Um, I think we, uh, you know, we we see a lot, and and depends on the depends on the things, right? You typically don't go to the supermarket and, you know, expect the guarantee on your packet of Tim Tams or mm-hmm. you know, your coffee grounds or whatever. Um, but there are certain spaces where you typically see more guarantees. You know, um, mm-hmm. manufactured products. You almost always see some form of guarantee or warranty that the product will operate as expected for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Right? It's almost, you know, I think you'd be hard pressed to buy a car without some form of manufacturer's warranty or guarantee on it. Mm-hmm. Particularly white goods, um, where you don't see them as much, I find is in coaching consulting, right? And I'm curious to know your thoughts, Sam. Why don't you think we do them in coaching and consulting as much or professional services? I think that there is a certain amount that the client needs to actually do. So if we as coaches say, hey, look, if you don't get results, you know, you'll get your money back. For the client, they'll be like, great, I don't need to do anything and I just get my money back and I've collected all the IP along the way. That is the fear and that is a reality because in coaching, we need our clients to take responsibility and to take action. You know, as a, as a personal trainer, if we're guaranteeing that our client will lose 10 kilos in the next however long and that client then goes out and eats a chocolate bar every day, chances are they're not actually going to get the result they're looking for. You're well, laughing, but it's out. true, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing because I just had actually chocolate before we got on that call. We did, and it sounded great. And <laughs> anyway, moving on from the chocolate conversation, you know, there is, as the client, uh, you know, uh, and some things that need to happen. There are things that need to change in whatever it is they're doing so that they get a different result. And I think that there is um, is a real fear to have some sort of guarantee for that reason. It is yeah. very different to a product where if a product fails, it's a very black and white. It's, you know, this product didn't work. But in coaching, there's a lot of grey area. There's a lot of grey area, isn't there? Yeah. I think that's where we, when we look at guarantees, we look at the structure of what it is we're offering, you know, and, and what are we guaranteeing? I know, for example, you know, your guarantee, Sam, is if you turn up and do the work, you'll get a result. Mm-hmm. Right, but you've got to demonstrate that you're turning up and doing the work. Right, yeah. we almost guarantee you 
that if you don't turn up and don't do the work, you will not get the results you want. That's the guarantee. You don't do it. So if you don't turn up and you don't implement, then you won't get the results. <laughs> what are you? What are your thoughts on? Because I've seen lots of these um, where people have gone. You know, we just must take the stamp, right? It's the hundred percent guarantee stamp. Hundred mm. percent guaranteed. Here's my thing. Hundred percent guaranteed. Mm-hmm. What is your perception on that? Okay. I think that from a monetary perspective, it probably works in in your favor as a business owner because it's taking away the risk, as we were discussing earlier. And reasons to say no. And not everyone's going to call in that guarantee. Some will, but probably over the course of a longer period of time, the amount of people that will say yes because of the guarantee far outweighs the number of people that call in and say, hey, I want my refund. So as long as you understand that, it probably far outweighs on the on the business owner's side. But I'd love to hear your thoughts, Tim. Yeah, I, I agree. Again, it's taking away the reasons to say no. Um, what we do know, and it depends on your industry, right, um, how many people actually claim them. I think that's the big fear as business owners that we have about offering guarantee that if I offer one, everyone will claim it and I'll do all this work for nothing and I'll be, at, I'll be in a worse position than when I started. Yeah. Um, and that's typically not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I couldn't find, I couldn't, in our research for this particular episode, I couldn't find any um, specific stats that sort of gave a broader, you know, this is the percentage of people who claim on guarantees. But mm-hmm. certainly from my personal experience, um, is not that many. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I go back 10, 15 years ago when we were selling advertising, you know, our guarantee was we absolutely guarantee that you will get leads from our advertising, 100% money back guaranteed. Mm-hmm. All right. And we must have signed five or 600 clients and none claimed on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't know why, whether they'd forgotten about it or whatever. But I think we've got to remember that, you know, guarantees are probably most important at the point of, at the point of a conversion. Did it mean that more people bought compared to when we didn't have it? Anecdotally, yes, more people did buy. Right, I didn't run specific numbers, and certainly, um, you know, in the research for what we were looking at, we can see that you know you can get anywhere up to say a three hundred percent increase in people saying yes to an offer if you guarantee that offer adequately, and I will say adequately. Right. So, you know, if we just put 100% money guaranteed or what? (laughs) Absolutely. This is the really crucial part. You need really clear terms and conditions for your guarantees because otherwise there is a likelihood that people will abuse that system. Yeah. I mean, 100% guaranteed. I'll say sorry if we screw it up for you. Not really valuable in putting your customer at, at, at ease. That they said, say yes. Okay. Yeah. 100% guaranteed that we will ignore your complaints. Also, yeah. not potentially a great guarantee. Right. But, you know, let's look at, at different scenarios. I have a, a watch client that we're working with uh, who had previously, I think that had a six month manufacturer's guarantee. Mm-hmm. And again, when we're comparing a watch, does that mean every six months I need to go and buy a new watch? Yeah, because that's the thought it's putting in your head, right? If we're guaranteeing for the six months, that means that potentially, in six months, you will need a new watch. It's going to work for six months and then it'll break. Okay. Yeah. Now, if it's ten, is it? If it's a ten dollar watch, I probably don't care. 
right? Yeah. But if I'm investing 300, 400, 500, thousand dollars in a watch and you're telling me that's only going to work for six months i might think twice about buying it mm -hmm. right? what i suggested to this particular client that we change it to a 15-year guarantee mm -hmm. in fact we even talked about making a 10-year guarantee with an extra five years if you want to if you want to buy it right again like mm -hmm. whenever you go into your your uh, your local appliance store they'll say here's the manufacturer's warranty would you like to buy the extended warranty Mm -hmm. Nice little sort of upsell bump on, on top of that. Yeah. yeah. Right? And they know that a percentage of people say yes, absolutely, and then completely forget what their warranty is. Mm -hmm. But the difference between a, let's go, the difference between two watches, and again, we, it's, it's really important at the point of purchase, not later, at the mm -hmm. point of purchase. Let's put two watches side by side, roughly the same value of those two watches. One has a six-month guarantee. One has a 15-year guarantee. Which watch are you going to buy? Okay, you probably go. Oh, I'm leaning towards this 15 year 100%. guaranteed watch. Why? Because I now know that if I've got a problem with it, I can get it looked after. Mm -hmm. Now the reality is, you might have looked after it anyway. Yeah. Rather than you know, even if it's 15 years and one day, you're probably like, let me fix the band for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rather than saying, sorry, your warranty is done. Um, and this is the, I guess this is the sort of thing we're looking at. Again, when you sort of translate this into a services environment in a coaching or consulting thing, we've got to look at what is the value of the product that you're offering, okay? How much of a commitment is that client going to make for it? And, you know, what is the, how can we offer some form of, I guess, assurance that you can deliver what you're promising? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mentioned before terms and conditions. I think that I do want to go back to that because one of the things that can go really wrong is client expectations not being aligned with with your expectations or essentially what you're proposing. So, you know, you really do need to be very clear on what is included what is excluded like you mentioned the watch then i'm pretty sure most watch manufacturers they will include the um in the guarantee it'll be like the watch mechanism but usually yep. it's not the watch band so it's being very clear on what is included what's being excluded and what i guess rules or conditions are around this so for example we were talking about coaching before it's well if you're um guaranteeing a certain outcome then it's based on you meeting these expectations. For example, you we, you have we need to prove that you're on every coaching call, or we need to prove that you've done these modules and handed in the the homework, or we need to be able to go into you know into your social media and see that you've implemented this this strategy, whatever it is. But you need to be very very clear on what the expectations are on both sides of the fence, both for the client and for the business owner. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, client, you need to demonstrate you've done these things. And if you can, this is what we will do, right? Mm. I think the other thing we need to look at is what are we offering as the guarantee? What are we offering up? The mm -hmm. obvious one is the, you know, you, you've seen lots of these, Sam, the satisfaction guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Okay, what does that mean? Okay. Mm. Um, and again, you know, or results guaranteed or whatever. Those are typically the two things we're going to offer or mm -hmm. manufacturing guaranteed, right? If it breaks, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll fix it. The other thing is what are we going to do 
we, what are we offering if this condition occurs? Because mm-hmm. right? it doesn't always need to be need to be a refund. It doesn't always mean money back. It could be at the end of this particular period, if you haven't um, got the results that we guaranteed, then we will work for you or with you for free until you get the results. It could be that. It could be the money back. Uh, what else have you seen? Um, those are the main replacement, mm-hmm. you know, for faulty goods. Obviously, in a manufacturing context, a good context, a replacement um, or a repair within a certain period. You know, so mm-hmm. you see that typically again with with product base. From a service base, it's typically um, you know we'll continue to work until, or you know we'll we'll refund some or part of your money, um, you know, for for your investment. Right. So mm-hmm. say you've got a 12 month program. If you're not really happy with the program, you know, after 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 180 days, whatever the number you want to come up with, we'll refund you the unused part of the program. So it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be an entire commitment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've seen others where, you know, we've got more than 100% guarantee. Mm hmm. Okay, so if you think we've wasted, and, and you'll see these ones, if you think we've wasted your time, we'll not only give you your money back, but we'll give you a $100 Amazon gift voucher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, again, all we're doing in there is we're trying to reverse the risk that the customer goes, it hasn't actually been worthwhile doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, most people don't claim on guarantees. Mm. This is the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we're looking at what the guarantee is, sometimes the bigger the guarantee, the less likely it is they're going to claim on it. Mm-hmm. Will people claim on it? Yes, some absolutely will. And that's what I was going to say. You do need to make sure that if you're offering some sort of money-back guarantee that you do have funds split off for if it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So put something aside <laughs> mm-hmm. just in case. Right? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, don't go and spend it all, and then suddenly go, "Oh shit, uh, mm. I can I can meet your guarantee, but um, you have to wait for six months." Next month's payments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the last thing that we need to talk about here is actually implementing that guarantee. So, if someone does claim on it, because it can it can be a challenge to logistically implement a guarantee, but I think that this is really important because if you offer a guarantee and then make it next to impossible for someone to claim it, I think you've actually got more chance of leaving a sour taste in someone's mouth than even if you didn't offer the guarantee in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you must have jumped through these 7,000 holes to claim on this big thing. I mean, insurance is terrible at this, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Insurance is effectively guaranteeing you pay us this money and we will guarantee if these things happen to you, we will pay you some cash. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Except in the circumstance these, that you, that right? you personally have. <laughs> right? That's effectively you're just guaranteeing a part of your life, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you're paying someone some money in the event that if these things happen, they'll give you a stack of cash. Mm. Right? Um, but they'll make you a jump for a bunch of holes to demonstrate it and, you know, they'll look for loopholes. And if it's a, you know, type A thing and not a type B thing that you're insured for, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah, you've got to make them realistic and you've got to honour them as well. If someone claims on your thing and says, hey, look, it's really not working for me, you're probably actually better off, you know, honouring your guarantee, honouring your word about that because Mm. this is the 
the ire that you will otherwise receive on social media is probably not worth a negative reputation. Yeah. So just to recap, guarantees and risk reversals are a great way to increase your conversion rate by taking away that risk, you're building trust and building value, but you do need to be very, very clear about what is included and what is not included, uh, what the, the terms and conditions are of that guarantee, and then make sure that you manage that guarantee process have the funds aside if that's what you what what your guarantee is. Make sure that they don't need to jump through seven thousand hoops because that just does not leave a good taste in anyone's mouth. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I must admit. Sometimes, you know, again, like your insurance, if you make some conditions, I think it's important, particularly if you're doing a a program where you've got some responsibility on your client to do things. They need to demonstrate they've actually done them. Mm. Right. Um, you know, I've, I've I historically i've done i've tried both models i've tried actually having a published guarantee and not um certainly when i've not had a published guarantee if someone said i'm not happy with it sometimes i've just refunded them anyway mm. and so i may as well have the guarantee published mm. mm-hmm. in the first place all right because i know that it increased sales um we were just talking just before about a new guarantee that i'm offering on my services mm-hmm. um and it's a 100% money-back guarantee within 90 days if you're not happy with the results we're creating for you. You know, either the time you've saved or the leads you've grown, and you're like, oh, my God, doesn't that come with a lot of cost? It does come with a lot of cost to me, mm-hmm. right? It's not free. You know, I've, I've invested a lot of cash to creating those results in the first place. But it's not a small ticket item either. Mm. And also, I think the bigger the ticket the better off you are with the guarantee as well. Yeah, totally. Because the more someone's paying, the more, I guess, fear there is that they could make the wrong decision. That's right. You know, so $100, you can probably get away with not having a guarantee, Mm. right? So your $100 course, probably don't need a guarantee unless for that particular person you're trying to reach with that $100, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Okay. $100,000, you probably need a guarantee. Unless the person you are trying to reach with that hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars isn't very much money. Mm. Mm-hmm. So put it in context of who it is that you're trying to reach. If it represents a significant investment, definitely think about some putting some form of warranty or in, or guarantee on that investment for them, and you'll find that your sales will go up. And again, very few people will claim on it. Mm. Love it. Great conversation, as always. Hopefully, we've given you some ideas to noodle over in your head and decide whether you want to offer a guarantee or not. We've talked about quite a few reasons that you do want to, um, and definitely, if you do decide that you're going to offer a guarantee to put some very tight terms and conditions in place. If you've got any questions, please reach out to us on socials. We always like to keep the conversation going. But thanks for tuning in for another episode and we'll catch you all next week on another episode of Influence by Design. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.